Welcome to Bougie Booze, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else you want to talk about. So how are you doing today, Boo? I am doing very well today. As um, you, Boo, know, and our listeners don't, (laughs) at our workplace, uh, last week we had thunderstorms yes. and that caused flash flooding Yes, and many of our buildings were affected and now there's a lot of renovations going on. A lot of our lower lying basement areas, first floors, they're inundated with water and now there's all these heavy machinery all over campus trying to dry out these buildings. You know, the day after, because there was one day they closed due mm-hmm. to uh, our, our work day, they closed because uh, they announced on Sunday evening, uh, we're not opening for Monday because our school is drowning. <laughs> it's like, you know, thank God for the water, but I was like, all at once, all the yeah. water, all at once. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and so we had an unexpected day off, but the next day when I came back on the Tuesday, you could smell all this mildew and Ew. Lord knows if it was like asbestos in the air, who knows what got dredged mm-hmm. up from this, but um you know, and due to the flooding, as people know, I love going to the Starbucks on our campus. Yes. And they were affected and closed, and they've been closed for like a week and a half. Horror story. Yes, for me. And so, you know, I had to take precautions that before I come to work every day, I've been going to Starbucks off campus. And today was a wonderful day because they reopened the Starbucks. I saw that. I saw the announcement, but you couldn't enter through the library though. You had to go like through a different entrance, like an alternative entrance. Yes, there's an exterior entrance uh, outside of the library. Mm -hmm. And that's, but that, that was the one door for in and out of Starbucks access for Starbucks access. So you kind of line up to one side and people are coming out the other side as they get their orders. Um, And then you're out in the heat of the sun. <laughs> Luckily, it's like, you know, fair weather right now. It's in the, mm-hmm. We're in the high 70s, 80s, somewhere in there. And, but I put them, what I heard from one of my students earlier today, before I went over there in the afternoon, they said the line was snaking around down the stairs outside of the Starbucks store. And oh. I was like, see, if I saw that, I'm like, I'm turning right back around going back to my office. That's not very encouraging. No, thank yeah. you. Like no coffee is worth that to me. Well, I don't know if you saw Boo, but they have like a bunch of disaster preparedness like trailers on campus. So it's not by your building. Um, so the way I come in to work, like I I pass a parking lot, and this parking lot is designated for these trailers. And I mean, I know the flooding was bad, but once you see all of these trailers and you see tents set up, and it almost looks like a little FEMA camp almost. Oh, and I'm like, goodness. man, was the you know damage that much? So maybe it is pretty expensive because that, that's my first time seeing something like that on campus. No, it really truly is expensive because a colleague of ours, she informed me because she had to coordinate uh, reassigning rooms for students for classrooms that were in those basement level uh, areas. And somebody who was coordinating with her shared photos of what things looked like. And oh my like God. our colleague said it looked like a disaster zone and they really had to rip everything apart. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not pretty apparently. Yeah. You know, um, well, I guess I'm fortunate to work in one of the oldest buildings on campus because (laughs) nothing happened here. (laughs) You know, that's the thing. Like, uh, we were getting an update from my supervisor, like telling us in my building that the basement level was closed and the first floor, some areas, so forth. And so you have to work with your supervisors on whether or not you have to work remotely or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we were in a team's conversation with my uh, coworkers and I had threw it, thrown it out there. So I didn't see any news on the third floor where I work. And <laughs> she was like, um, unfortunately, the flood did not reach your area. <laughs> You're like, oh, just making sure. You know, I just yeah, want a like, clarification you know, on that. <laughs> due diligence, you know. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to ask. Can you imagine, though, if the floodwaters reach the third oh floor? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Noah's Ark would be drifting oh right on by. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> be holding on to the rail. Well, 
that was, uh, I guess, um, luckily we were not, no one was on campus really on that day that things, the flash flood came through. Yeah, but, but I think you know, that was a Sunday when yeah, it happened. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was, luckily it was the weekend. Uh, could you imagine if we were all here on campus, people floating by on life vests, with life vests on and, and boats and it looked, yeah, it would look like the Titanic. <laughs> bobcats too. Floating. Oh yeah, poor bobcats. Well, I'd be trying to say it and they'd be clawing at my face. <laughs> Well, a couple of people called me and said that our campus was on the news, that apparently it was like a bunch of mud at the entrance of campus. I didn't see it. Yeah. So yeah, it must have been a pretty, you know, bad sight. So oh my goodness. Well, after that kind of trauma, you know, <laughs> you know, so people like us, we need to comfort ourselves with some food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. So I will talk about my experience going to the Panda Inn. And some of y'all may be like, oh, he said that wrong. He meant Panda Express. <laughs> and I was like, no, I said that right, Panda, Panda Inn. Inn. It's, it's a thing, it exists. I know in Southern California, I'm not sure in any other state. No, you're right, Boo, it's only located in California. Yeah. And you know, I just learned about all this because a friend of mine said, let's go to the Panda Inn. I'm like, oh, is it a new Chinese restaurant? He's like, oh no, it's a sit down version of Panda Express. I'm like, look, I don't even like Panda Express. Why would I go to Panda <laughs> Inn? But, you know, I had to try for the experience and I looked at pictures online and the interior of the building, there's some beautiful architecture in there. I don't know if you've seen it, Boo. I have, um, and you can see it off the freeway. Yeah, so, it's yeah. right by the freeway. But inside the building, there's these beautiful arches where you look like you, if you, if I walked down there because I'm Asian, I would look like some Chinese emperor. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, it was beautiful on the inside. Um, you know, the... The menu was much more extensive than it is at Panda Express because mm -hmm. in Panda Express you get your perennial favorites like Mongolian beef and orange chicken and chow mein, right? Broccoli rice, beef, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, do they have Mongolian beef or is it just broccoli beef? Um, you know what, Mongolian beef may be like a special that they, you know, bring in for a limited time and, and take away. But oh, I, I think, think I, I have yeah. seen Mongolian beef at Panda Express before, but it's not a permanent menu item. Okay. Yeah. So, well, so before I get into what I ate, just mm -hmm. a, a brief history for people about Panda Inn, but it, you know, and Panda Express, it's a, they're both a subsidiary of Panda Restaurant Group, and the restaurant group itself was founded in 1973, and then, then um, the first restaurant, Panda Inn, opened in Pasadena, California, and then from there, uh, I think it was a, a manager of the Glendale Galleria Mall who wanted a, a quicker version of it. Mm -hmm. So they opened the first Panda Express in the Glendale Galleria Mall. Okay. And so, and then now Panda Express has taken off to what we all know. And many yeah, you people have love. more Panda Express locations than Panda Inn. Yes. Because yeah. like you had mentioned, Panda Inn is only located in California. And then Panda Express, you know, they're all over the world now. They're in the U.S., Mexico, Canada, South Korea, United Arab Emirates. So they found their way um, to globalize Chinese food, this uh, version of Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, because it's funny because I, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize when you order orange chicken at a real Chinese restaurant, uh -huh. There really is no such thing as orange chicken. So they're going to look at you confused. Like, wait, what? What do you want? Like, we don't have that here. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of restaurants have added it, but like traditional Chinese restaurants have added it because people probably always ask for it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a normal Chinese dish. It's more of a made up thing for uh, an Americanized version of a dish, right? Yeah. So, but people love it. Well, I mean, I will say it's good. It has that sweet, tangy, and of course, Anything that's fried because it's fried chicken <laughs> doused in, in sweet tangy sauce. That's it's so exactly fattening, what it is. but it's good. <laughs> well, so we got there, and first thing you notice when you sit down is they actually have cocktails. So oh, okay. We, Wait, so is it a? It's a bar. They have a bar there, mm -hmm. uh, and they have a bartender who makes the drinks. And um, you know what's funny? My colleague was saying because it's this older woman there. And we didn't speak or anything with her, but she looked like the kind of woman who would talk to you like this when like she's been spoken for 40 years. No, <laughs> not Marge Simpson's sisters. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, unfortunately, well, we didn't try any cocktails that day, but you could order Mai Tais and other traditional drinks. Mm 
Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they sounded really nice and delicious. Like they catered to what I like, like the more fruitier type of cocktails. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't try any that day, so I cannot evaluate that. But what we did have, uh, we started with the, uh, the mini pork dumplings and they're basically boiled wontons. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, they were dry. Like oh, the exterior no. was a little dry. Um, the, they, they cut over boiled and sat out a bit, I think. Did so, they provide like a dipping sauce for them? Because you know I love my sauces, <laughs> so I got to ask. Well, that's the thing. They didn't provide it. You had to ask. So okay, like, no. so chili or sauce. sauce. I know they should have. So yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of sauce in there, but it okay. was, I don't think it was enough. So, got it. Um, and then we had the hot and sour soup. Mm -hmm. And so that was actually quite tangy and somewhat tasty. It was sour, but the problem is at the very end, really strong notes of pepper kick in. Oh. And then the then all you taste on your tongue is pepper. Yeah, no. So, yeah, so it's like uh, the initial few sips are nice, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you taste nothing. It's like you almost, um, you know, when it took a powder, keg of pepper just put that in your mouth oh no no thank you <laughs> i'm good on that so i'm like okay like panda in pan slash panda express you is letting me down this is why i don't go to panda express <laughs> not to knock it but it's not for me i know everybody a lot of other people love it and that's great mm -hmm. but then we had the mongolian beef and that wasn't too bad um but it wasn't anything to really rave about right home about and, yeah exactly and so one of my uh friends who was with me they were saying that they felt like the mongolian beef at pf chang's is better wow okay that's good to know and i'm not really a pf chang's fan i don't know yeah neither am i <laughs> but i have to agree i've had both and i have to say flavor wise pf chang's mongolian beef was better but i felt like the texture of the panda in beef was better it was more savory it melted in your mouth more um, and then we had, of course, because one of my colleagues or friends had to have orange chicken, <laughs> and we already discussed that. And for me, I felt like it needed a little more crunch. I know it's fried, but I think it was too doused in that sauce where it was too mushy. Oh. So I didn't really like that. I mean, Another. okay, I'm, I'm like, I have faith was one dish at least good. <laughs> <laughs> You are asking this the right moment. Babe. Okay, good. Cause because I was like, okay, you know what? This is like 0 for 3. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that saved my evening was what I wanted, which was the honey walnut shrimps. Oh, shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. Like you can say shrimp, shrimps, shrimp. Shrimp pasta, shrimp, shrimp burger. Yes, bubba gump. <laughs> But yeah, the honey walnut shrimp I found to be quite delightful. A nice, it was sweet, but not overly sweet. The walnuts really help offset with that crunch of the more um, you know, soft texture of the shrimp. And the flavors are actually even and good. So mm -hmm. I would recommend the honey walnut shrimp there. I've, I've had better honey walnut shrimp, of course, but this was actually surprisingly good. And then if you're trying to go ask for chow mein, like you do at um, Panda Express. They don't uh -huh. got no chow mein on the menu. They got all they these kind of noodle noodles. dishes. Okay, yeah. noodle dishes. The, the right. closest would be lo mein, right? Mm -hmm. To the chow mein from Panda Express. But they had chow fun noodles, which I like, which are those flat rice noodles. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, well, I need some of that. And that almost was like the one we've had at Phoenix Boutique. Do you remember? Mm, in Diamond Bar, uh, yes. But yes, but the Phoenix ones are, you know, 10 times better. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, you know, they were still good, uh, serviceable noodles. And then luckily, we ended our meal on a high note because, you know, they gave us fortune cookies at the end. But they try to be all fancy schmancy with these fortune cookies and they dipped one end in white chocolate. Okay. But that actually was pretty bomb tasting. <laughs> that sounds good. But so I'm wondering, because the fortune, the little slip of paper is in the cookie. So they have to have the regular they, fortune cookie and they dip it in chocolate or no, they not dip the whole it thing they dip the yeah they take the cookie and they dip the fat end in white chocolate okay and then so they slip the little piece of paper in there i think the paper is already in there you know <laughs> i'm so, like wait how does the paper not have chocolate on it no no no. The, i think the, the the whole cookie is already done and then they dip the chocolate afterwards got it so well I, I have to ask did they serve your dishes on a lazy susan because i know um in china that's how mm -hmm. they serve their meals yeah, they did not. 
but it was just a table that they clumped everything on to. Okay, wait a minute, Panda Inn. You're trying to be <laughs> authentic. Seems like they would give you that experience, right? No, they, yeah, you, you would think, because, you know, most Asian Chinese restaurants you go to, they do use the late season if they're traditional. Yeah. But, yeah, they did not use that. They just dropped, plopped it down on the table. And I have to somewhat commend our servers. They tried to do a good job of catering to people, but they weren't as attentive as one would hope. Mm -hmm. And they kind of were a hot mess because- They, they were like would, us? They were, you know, I think we're a little more organized <laughs> because they would like, uh, a table would leave and they would start bussing the table, but something would distract them and they would leave half the table unbussed for a while until they realized, oh, I better do that. Or they would, uh, they, or they would fold up the tablecloth that was on the table and then leave and do something else and then come back and get the tablecloth. I'm like, why are you half doing Yeah, things? that's weird. But then yeah. also too, as someone who's dining in your restaurant, like you don't want to eat your food and then look up and see a dirty <laughs> table, right? Exactly. That kind of takes away from the experience. Well, and then commonsensically, there's things like when we sat down, we had plates, and oh. but no utensils. So when they brought out our appetizer, we're like, uh, utensils, please. Right. But so then we saw that as we we're sitting there, we saw them setting up tables after people had left. So they put a new cloth down, plates, napkin, no utensils. So why do you not initially put utensils anyway? So I, it wasn't just us. That's just their normal process. So mm -hmm. you make us ask you for utensils. Maybe it's like a health and safety protocol type thing. Like they don't want utensils sitting out. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, but, the, you know, the servers we had, they were really nice and personable, but they just seemed overwhelmed. Yeah. You know? Oh, it was busy. It was busy. Like the restaurant was packed and it was all uh, like an hour before closing. And wow. It was packed. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, um, I know that location has been there forever. So, I mean, it's good to see that they're getting business. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I don't need to go back for a while, but <laughs> lastly though, I will share in my fortune cookie, I saved my fortune because I liked it uh -huh. and it said, your best investment is in yourself. And you know what? That's what you did when you <laughs> started Bougie Boo. <laughs> that, and you know, as you and I like to say every once in a while, we treat ourselves. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I like it. Well, at least it ended on a high note. It started yeah. off kind of slow, and then you got a good fortune. Yeah, it wasn't a miserable experience. But, you know, after eating all that food, I would need to do some exercising, which I know you've been doing, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I do try to walk from time to time. I enjoy walks. I like to get fresh air. Mm -hmm. I like that vitamin D. And it allows me to cut off on my screen time, right? Because you and me, we have a job where 80% of the time we are looking at a screen, right? We have sedentary type jobs and always sitting down. It's not healthy for you. A couple of days ago, I decided to take a walk, right? Like I said, I was feeling very overwhelmed from work. And then mm -hmm. also like when I'm not looking at a computer, I'm looking at my phone, I'm answering emails, answering text messages, looking at analytics for our show, <laughs> like a maniac crazy woman. <laughs> so I'm always- I, I can attest to that. <laughs> I'm always getting updates from her. <laughs> I said, you know what, this is too much. Like I need to just de-stress, need to get out, put my phone away and just take some time, right? Decided to take a walk around my neighborhood. You mentioned, Boo, that the weather has been really good. And mm -hmm. I was like, weather's nice, it's a subtle breeze. I'm gonna go and enjoy myself. Okay. Put on my little headphones, have my little workout gear on, walk in, having a good time, admiring nature, you know, letting the breeze hit my face. Well, like, those, those swallows in your neighborhood weren't diving for you with it. Well, they left. Oh, good. Okay. But I'm hearing that they come back every year. So yeah, well, <laughs> you got a reprieve for now. So I walk about a mile and a half, right? Mm -hmm. I'm walking back into my community and I don't have my gate clicker, but I'm punching the code in for the gate to open. As I'm punching the code in, my neighbor drives up. Now, 
my neighbor also happens to be my mom's cousin. So this man is my cousin, but I would oh, let, like, let's clarify. This is not the fine neighbor though, right? So. Oh, oh no, <laughs> we don't play, we don't play them, them kind of games. <laughs> this is a different neighbor. Okay. Who is like my relative, mm-hmm. but like a long lost relative, okay. you know? So he stops and he said, oh, you're walking. And I said, yeah, just getting in from a walk. And then he says, how much weight are you trying to lose? (laughs) How are you going to assume anything like that? And what does that say? What he thinks about you looking at you? I said, "Um, I'm not trying to lose any weight. I'm just enjoying this nice day and I'm enjoying my walk. And I think by my response, he kind of picked up that uh-huh. it was a rude question. Like, how are you going to ask somebody that? Like, just because I'm a thicker person does not mean that I'm actively trying to lose weight. And thick people can go for a walk. Like, is that okay to do? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so then he tried to clean it up. He's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I like to walk too sometimes. <laughs> and he's backpedaling, backpedaling. Back, because honestly, to me, that question just kind of, I was taken back by that because I'm like, just because I'm out walking, it just automatically means I'm trying to lose weight. Now, for our listeners, for our boobers out there, I always say, I'm, I'm a thicker person. I've been thick since I was five. I have really never been skinny. And so the lowest I have been in my weight is 172, Mm -hmm. which is still pretty thick. The highest I've been in my weight is 220. So, you know, it's like kind of, I stay in between there. And so when I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, walking does not have to signify like you're trying to lose weight. It could be that you're trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle or like me for that particular day. I felt like I was too overloaded by my screen time. So I wanted to detach from my screen time. I wanted to go out and get some fresh air. And so I found this article from myoclinic.org, which I thought summed it up very good. And I was going to print this out and put it in his mailbox. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing he said, though, it's almost like when people ask a a woman if she's pregnant when they're not pregnant, you know? (laughs) Um... Well, I mean, I don't look pregnant, so. No, yeah, but it's, it's like similar line of questioning because you it, assume it one thing based on how you see somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, and then when this man walks around the neighborhood, because I've seen him walk before, he'd be struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I'm thinking nothing of it, right? Like maybe he wants to get out and get fresh air. It's like none of my business why he's, mm-hmm. he's walking. But so this article that I found on mayoclinic.org, it says physical activity doesn't need to be complicated case in point, walking, right? So yeah. something as simple as a daily brisk walk can help you live a healthier um, healthier life. So for example, regular brisk walking can help you, one, of course, the obvious reason, maintain a healthy weight loss and body fat loss. Okay, cool. Like if that is your mission, that's what you want to do, do that. But it can also prevent or manage various conditions, including heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, cancer, and type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, skinny people can get all those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking can improve cardiovascular fitness, strengthen your bones and muscles. Thick people as well as skinny people can benefit from strong bones and muscles. Anybody want brittle bones, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, the thing is, it's like, I'm thicker too, and I'm not going to say facts. I'm not. I'm just thicker. But it's just a lot of times you might assume I'm not as healthy as like my skinny friend. But actually, health wise, in terms of my numbers, my numbers are better than his. Exactly. So, I mean, size does not always measure up to like the best in health. Uh, walking can also improve cardiovascular fitness, it can Im- improve your muscle endurance. This one I really like. It can improve your mood, cognition, memory, and sleep. Now that I can really attest to because after taking a walk, you get fresh air, you get some vitamin D, you feel good. And then once you exhaust yourself from, you know, how much, how many ever miles you walk and you take a shower and you lay down, your body just relaxes and you feel really good. 
Walking can also help you improve your balance and coordination, which is good to have. It can strengthen your immune system. So now we are approaching fall, the, the colder months, and people get colds and flu and all the amoebas and sicknesses going around. I mean, who does not want to have a strong immune system, right? Reduce stress and tension. And that's we what all- you were trying to do. <laughs> I was feeling a little tense because I was staring at the screen all day like a crazy woman. <laughs> And so and it also says the faster and farther and more frequently you walk, the greater the benefit. For example, you may start out as an average walker and then work your way up walking to a faster and walking a mile in a shorter amount of time than the average walker. So if my neighbor is listening, I want him to know just because he sees me walking does not automatically mean that I'm trying to lose weight. It can mean very many things. So if you see someone who's a thicker person walking, just don't automatically assume they're trying to lose weight. (laughs) They may be trying to maintain a healthier lifestyle. They may be trying to improve their immune system. They may be trying to increase their energy levels. It's none of your business. So, but yeah, that just really irritated me. And I will say too, when I was on my walk, so I said I had my headphones on, I was listening to music. And I was walking down the street, snapping my fingers, kind of grooving. And then as I was walking, a couple of cars honked at me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because they saw me having a good time. They saw me enjoying myself. So, um, yeah. So I will encourage our boobas out there. Get out and go for a walk. Not just because you want to lose weight, but because you want to improve your mood or you want to improve your posture, your balance, your coordination. Walking really helps all of those things. Maintain health. Exactly. So, and don't be rude. Don't just automatically <laughs> assume that someone's trying to lose weight. Because that really, that question, I was just like, excuse me, sir. Like, you don't even know me like that. <laughs> Not only that, but it was weird because he's trying to have this conversation with me as we are outside of our community. I'm standing by the box where you put your coat in and mm-hmm. he has his car in front of the gate. And we're just like blocking the main driveway was there anyone behind y'all no it wasn't i was like hoping somebody would come so he could just leave <laughs> uh, well at least he got the hint about uh you know the conversation once you had a certain response for him so. yeah so i just was like wow like people are on on rude time i guess these days I'm not sure but yeah so um, as I was listening to music, I know you were listening to the music that you were sharing with me. I, yeah, because I, there's a, as everyone who listens regularly knows that, you know, I have to talk about my K-pop. Mm-hmm. So there have been a lot of releases lately that I just want to kind of summarize what I've been enjoying real quick. But uh, 1S is a group that I really like. It's a boy group. And uh, they have a new song called Same Scent. And already it's won several music show awards in Korea. And, you know, it's really, it's a really good song. It's a mid-tempo, sweet-sounding, melodic song, even though the lyrics are kind of sad. It's about Mm -hmm. how you miss someone because you're longing for them and they're gone and things like that. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's, to me, it's like a cousin of their previous track, uh, a song written easily, which is probably my favorite one of song. So it's, uh, I really enjoy this new one a lot too. And for those of you who are curious, my 1S bias is Lido or, or Yido. It like, depends on how you want to pronounce it. There's an L there, but you don't necessarily say that hard L. Um, and then Twice came back and, you know, they're kind of like the newer girl group of Korea. Girls' Generation is the girls' group of Korea, but Twice is kind of like the big girl group that Koreans love uh, in general now. Mm-hmm. And they've been around for uh, quite a bit now, but their new single came out recently called Talk That Talk. And I, on the first listen, I already loved it. So the video is very colorful as well, visually stimulating. And I was surprised that Twice Girls are usually so cutesy, cutesy, girly, girly. And they do wear, you know, um, elegant dresses or mini skirts. But this video, they wore some provocative outfits with oh. like gar- garters and Ooh. things like that. They're like, it's a new day. They're like, we, we women. So. <laughs> We we grew up. Yeah, and then uh, their uh, their main vocalists Jiho and Nayan, they were holding down that track with the vocals, and um, I it's really good up tempo, catchy pop song. And then 
for my bias in that group, I don't really have one because it's hard to choose out of all the girls. I, I'm leaning towards Gio. She's also the leader of the group, but uh, I have not decided yet. And why are you things. leaning towards her? Like what about her? Makes you know, I, well, yeah, it's a good question. It's like, I think her vocals really impressed me. Um, and she's really personable. Not, they all are. It's hard to choose based on their personality. She's all cute in terms of their personality. But I think her vocals are what I, I usually stand out for me when I listen to a Twice song. Um, so it's either her or Nyan, who are the two vocals I just mentioned. So yeah, I, I think that about, that's kind of what is drawing me towards her. Mm -hmm. um, and then another girl group that's back was just recently we talked about them was Blackpink, mm -hmm. but their Pink Venom song was just a pre-release and Shutdown is their title track release for the album that just came out. Um, so it's a very different song for them. I think it's dividing fans again half and half because it doesn't sound like their normal formula, which people, and you can never please people because they're like, oh, they, a lot of fans are like, oh, they always sound the same. But then when they don't sound the same, people are like, why don't they do their Blackpink sound? <laughs> but, you know, they always- please everyone. No, you can't. Yeah. They don't, yeah, they're, they're, basically they don't care either. I mean, they love their fans, but they're basically flexing in the song and saying, you know, we do what we do. You can't touch us and all this stuff. So, and they're just kind of cementing the fact that they're the top girl group around. Um, and then Which I Jen, like, they're owning it. They're like, yeah, they do. you can be mad if you want to, but guess what? We're going to do what we want. <laughs> I love it. But Jenny and Lisa, they're the, the rappers for the group and the rap verses they have in this one are really good. And, you know, they're, again, they're flexing on this one because like Jenny will say, a um, bunch of wannabes that want to be me, me three if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And then, you know, she, because, they also, she's also a brand ambassador for Chanel. So in her line, she says, been around the world, pearls on your girl, VVSs we be in, we invested. Need a lesson, see the necklace, see these dresses. We don't buy it, we request it. Well, well. <laughs> okay, my trust. Yeah, the, the designers be giving them the dresses. So, and then Lisa comes in hard and she also talks about their life as pop stars. She says, a rock star, a pop star, but rowdier. Say bye to the paparazzi, get my good side, I'll smile for you. No, it ain't fair to you, and scaring you like what now? Blackpink in your area, the area been shut down, it's a shutdown. <laughs> so again, flexing. And not Madison. Yeah, so it's a really fun, I like the song quite a bit. And um, like, like I said, it's a departure for their old sound, which they needed, I think, because, you know, it, to shut the people down who are saying they always sound the same. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to listen to the entire album yet. I'm looking forward to that. And then lastly, NCT 127 is a boy band, one of my favorite boy bands as well. And they came back with a song called Two Baddies. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's funny because like when I watch reactors, uh -huh. non-black reactors are like, oh, two baddies. But then when black reactors say, oh, their song too bad, too baddies. Like, okay. You think females, like yeah, too exactly. baddies. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like, oh, they talk, what they talk about too baddies. So then you hear the lyrics of the, of the hook, and then they say two baddies, two baddies, one Porsche. <laughs> okay. So. It's because the two baddies are in the one car. I don't know. That's the thing Help that's me. hard to, that's the thing that's what we're trying to decipher. Is it two baddies, meaning two ladies in the Porsche with them or him? Or is it him and the lady in the Porsche? I don't know. That's but, a mystery. You know, essentially, well, when you when somebody figures it out, let us know. Yeah, who are the baddies? Is it two ladies and the guy, or is it the guy and the girl in the Porsche? The so, baddies are us, boo. Well, that's true. We baddies. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's we a, bougie, bougie baddie. <laughs> uh, yeah, two baddies. What is it, like two baddies? Two baddies two booze <laughs> um, but it's like a throwback sound in terms of like the there's some vibes of r&b 90s 2000 r&b in there oh no not, not the not that track but in their album because i listened to their album and the album is a throwback to a lot of 90s and 2000 r&b sounds which i love me too so, Same yeah here. i think you would enjoy the album if you listen to it um but yeah so those are some of the tracks i've been listening to lately and uh, you know, if you're a K-pop fan, you probably have heard some of these. And if you have, if you have one group or a couple groups that you listen to, and you don't expand upon your listening pleasures, maybe you might want to try some of these songs. Well, 
listening, I like how we use listening to music as like a part of our health and wellness because it does, it does help you. Cause I know, like I said, when I was walking, taking my walk around the neighborhood, I was listening to music and I know when you listen to music, you kind of just, you feel better. Like you feel good and your mood is good. And so um, I wanted to suggest to you, Boo, for health and wellness as well, <laughs> a product that I've tried. And I've tried it a couple of times now because different hotels that I've visited or that uh-huh. I've stayed at, they have these products that I think I'm becoming a fan. Have you heard of Gilcrest and Soam? I have not. I have not heard of their products at all. So they're established in London, England, and they are a Leaping Bunny certified product. Do you know what Leaping Bunny certified is? <laughs> You're going to have to tell me, like, hopefully there's no bunnies <laughs> in the product. Thank God no bunnies in the product, but I had to look it up. And it's the Leaping Bunny logo is the only internationally recognized symbol guaranteeing consumers that no new animal tests were used in the development of any product displaying it. The logo can be seen on packaging, advertising, and websites for cosmetics and household products around the world. Okay, see everyone out there, you got to look for the Leaping Bunny <laughs> to know that you're getting animal-free products. I said, what the heck is Leaping Bunny? Or animal cruelty-free, cruelty. experimental animal. Well, it's it said guaranteeing consumers that no new animal test. So that's kind of like <laughs> where they get you. Cause I was like, uh, so no, well, I mean, they all ever, they, in the industry did that before, like everybody yeah. in the industry did. So if they're yeah. moving forward without doing that, that's good. Yeah, it is. Way, way to clean it up, boo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they are a leaping bunny certified product established in London, England. And um, like I said, some of the hotels that I've stayed at, they have the Gilcraft and Soames product. And what I can appreciate, so you've seen it, Boo, where a lot of hotels now, they're not doing like the small travel size items. They're ha- they have like the big um, shampoo, the big mm-hmm. conditioner, the big um, body Uh-oh. wash. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I like it. I like it for sustainability reasons. I'm, I'm not like a big I care about the environment, right? And I know sustainability month is coming up, but when I do see companies like making efforts to be sustainable, I can appreciate it. So, but this is how I came to know these products. They're in hotels and they're not the travel size products. They're the big size products. And one of my favorite scents from Gilcrest and Soam is Warm Oak. And they have the body wash, shampoo, conditioner, hand wash, and body lotion. And let me tell you, the last time I stayed at a hotel and they had these products, I was mm-hmm. tempted to put the body lotion and the hand wash in my bag. The whole bottle? <laughs> yes. I, did. <laughs> I didn't do it, though, because Jesus would be like, that is theft. <laughs> and that's a sin. <laughs> but, I mean, that's how good it smells. And on Amazon, if you look up Gilcrest and Soam, the um, Warm Oak Body Collection, the body lotion in particular has over 300 four-star ratings. So it's a good product. Mm -hmm. And so about the product, aroma and scent, the fragrance is balanced by fresh hints of Moroccan grapefruit mixed with aromatic spice accompanied by a trail of cedarwood. So really... To me, it's a great scent for fall. Although you can use it year round. I just think if you use these products for fall, you kind of get in that mood where it's like, oh, you want to put on like thermal pajamas and your thick socks and your chunky blanket <laughs> with a nice cup of hot cocoa. Yeah, like light up some candles. Yes. And um, again, safe ingredients. So no parabens, no petrol derived ingredients, no mineral oil, no urea, no DEA no T, T-E-A, I don't know what that stands for, <laughs> and then no propylene glycol, and perfect for all skin types, leaves hands and body nourished and moisturized, light creamy texture, and absorbs quickly, and I can attest to that because, again, when I use these products, when I'm staying at hotels, it just, it, it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really like how I feel after using these products. And so the collection itself was um, designed to reflect a sense of place, taking you on a journey to evoke special memories, emotions, stories, and experiences. So I'm thinking now that because my experience using these products has been at hotels, Uh 
once I do order this product on Amazon, because I am going to order it, I think my my senses will take me back to like the hotel, you know, treating like my bathroom like a spa, like a luxurious experience. So, yeah, but I just wanted to mention that to you, Boo, and also to let our boo-boos know. Gilbert. Yeah, I'm always looking for things to luxuriate my skin. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, aside from that collection, the warm oak collection, I do see on their website, they have other different collections, um, English garden, English spa, spa therapy. They have a reserve line, a Verde line, a London line. They have candles, gift sets, hair and body, and then um, also refills, refills for your your um, big size products. So check them out. And no, yeah. they they were they're not sponsoring me to say this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're far from sponsored right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that. Soon, soon come like the island birthday. Soon come. <laughs> well, and we would make it clear if we're being sponsored because you know we don't want to peddle goods that aren't worth selling to our boo boos. Yes, no, you our boo boos out there. You guys, I'm not steering you wrong with this Gilcrest and Soam. So I can't wait to try all their other products. So. I'm, I'm hoping I'm in for a treat, but judging by how the other products feel, I am in for a treat. Well, you could use your cedar one for the fall, and then you could swap out for some spring scents. Yes. So, and then always feel like I'm kind of traveling or something, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So, well, Boo, um, I did want to tell you. Yes. Congratulations on your 20 year service award. Oh, thank you. So for our boo-boos out there, um, you know that me and my boo, we are colleagues. We work at the same campus. And annually, our campus recognizes employees who have been with the campus five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, and so forth. And when this year's list came out, I'm surveying the list. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That person got their five years. Yay, woo, woo, woo. And then I get to the 20 years and I'm like, my boo is on there. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a hard to believe time flies by where I've been here 20 years. And the funny thing is, former colleagues who've been here or who are still here, they can recall when I would say after my fifth year, I'm not sticking around for my 10. <laughs> And then 10 15 years comes came along, around, you're like, I ain't uh, sticking around for yep, my 15. Not for my 15. <laughs> and so now they like to say, oh, I remember this guy, this young guy who used to say, I'm not going to be here for 10. I'm not going to be here for 15. Here I am for 20. Now I've changed my tune and I said, look, I'm a lifer. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. There's no. nothing wrong with having stability and having a career at one place. I mean, I know some people think that you have to go to different, you know, companies and things like that to get experience. But I mean, what we do, we love our students. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes it so easy to stay in a place when you have those relationships with the students, not so much with upper management, but. <laughs> well, you know, our, my, our dean, well, my dean had recently emailed me and congratulated me on my 20 year service. Mm -hmm. And I responded and I, let her know that it's been easy to do when I come to work and work doesn't feel like work. You know, I have that privilege to be able to say that where I enjoy what I do. I enjoy interacting with our students at the university. And, uh, you know, it's there's hardly a day where I dread having to come into work. Uh, there was a period, <laughs> you know, there's ups and downs in university life, and there was a period where management was not the greatest. Mm -hmm. And some of I us can refer to that. <laughs> I can, I can attest to that. She was in that. my unit when that was happening, <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, the dark times. And so there was a particular person, and even to this day, it's a uh, he who shall not be named. <laughs> it's like that meme to this day. Yeah. To this day. <laughs> but you know we. But getting through that short period, that blip, um, you know, we survived, came out stronger on the other end, and now we're thriving again. <laughs> well, and you know, what's interesting, I think I've known you for half of the time that you've been here. Mm -hmm. So about 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I'm at, I think next year will be year 15 for me. 
because wow. I'm at like 14 and some change. Okay. So. Well, then um, you have to wait two years because they it's always a year after your actual service mm -hmm. year. So it is. So what do you think they're gonna feed you guys for the luncheon? Like probably like conference chicken and rice. I, oh, I don't know. We'll we'll take a look and see. <laughs> we'll um, have to talk about it. Yeah, I'll let everybody know. Uh, I know that I have to from from my email. I got to have to go up and pick up a plaque or something. And I uh, think a photo op. Yes, a, a fantastic photo op, as well as um, I don't know if there's any monetary awards this year, like in previous years. I mean, they've always it's changed over the years. Like in the beginning, when I started working here 20 years ago, and I would attend these ceremonies, people who worked 20, 25, 30 plus years they would get cash equivalent to the number of years. So if you work 20 years, you got $200. Mm -hmm. And so then at a certain point, it switched where they gave you uh, a Visa gift card. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Uh -huh. And then it went to like campus dollars. <laughs> yes, campus dollars that you could spend at the bookstore. Although when I did receive campus dollars, I went to the bookstore and bought these Beats headphones that I'm using right now. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Job. <laughs> but then I guess the campus dollars were limited to the bookstore, but now apparently from what I've heard, they've expanded it so you could use it at other locations on campus, like I think our Starbucks. So you know where my money's going to be going right. if it's if I'm getting campus books. <laughs> well, you know what you should do, Boo, when you go up to present your awards. Well, I know you're gonna wear a blazer. Yeah, probably. More more than likely. Well, your shirt underneath, it should be a bougie boo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get one made bro, when, right when quick. You, when you go on the stage, you know, you can show people like, listen to my podcast. <laughs> if you really want to congratulate me. You know, I should, I should put, they asked me to do a little summary of my service or what I would want read as I come up. And so I should throw that in there. I mean, hey. <laughs> in addition to tutoring. Well, and you know, my place of employment has always encouraged professional development. And I believe starting a podcast does fit under the professional development umbrella you know what's funny boo though it's like when people on our campus find out we do a podcast all mm -hmm. of a sudden we become the experts and they want we to ask do. these questions we do. <laughs> but because we work on a campus that we try to you know we have that customer service well some of us have that customer service type attitude at the forefront we try to help them as much as possible so <laughs> it's like we we let them know we are no experts but this is our experience and this is what we did but you don't have to follow the same blueprint right make yeah. it your own but just a sidetrack story that's reminding me of what you just said is i just had a colleague come up to me yesterday and he said your name came up because we were talking about how we can present different workshops to students <laughs> and that happens quite a bit it's like apparently i'm the study skills expert on campus but they were like, we this for this series of workshops, though, we don't really want to focus on study skills per se. We want to talk about how we can help focus on the mental health of our students. And one of those would be something I think you could do, which is test anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I do do that. But I'm like, I, at some point, I was telling another colleague about this, and I wanted, I said, I just want to walk up sometimes, slap them in the face, and be like, get your my name out of your mouth. <laughs> You know, pull a Will Smith and all. <laughs> <laughs> You'll slap them real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a blessing and a curse, right? Because people on our campus, they know who will work and be effective at what they do, right? So you kind of get pulled in every which direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially at a time where it's a lot of turnover happening, but. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just. It's just it's it's a compliment, but it also is something I dread when I hear that my name has been brought up in a meeting where I'm not at. Isn't that irritating? <laughs> like, let me be there to speak for myself, please. Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, again, congratulations. I am Thank so you, proud boo. of you and hope you enjoy the awards ceremony. And Look, we are warriors because you and I have been here 15 and 20 years. Come on. <laughs> Well, I will say when we have experiences like presenting in Belgium, you know, paid for by our job, things like that, it does help the journey of being at the workplace. 
So, I mean, you could be at worse places. There's people out there, our boo-boos who are listening, who are like, I am stuck in a place I can't stand. And I feel for you because- Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know, if that's the case, you really try to reach out there and find something new for yourself. Don't feel like you're stuck where you are. If you can find something new to do, a new passion or a new job or location, mm-hmm. you know, make the steps to change your life so that you can be happier. Well, and I mean, to piggyback off of that, boo, I mean, that's what we did when we decided to start this podcast. I'm not saying we were unhappy at work, but this has been great, right? It's this whole project, yeah. figuring things out, researching things. Now I'm an analytics ex- expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might I remind us, me and you, that we spent one year prior to our first recording. Well, technically we did a rough recording the earlier, but we we were still still so inexperienced on how to put everything up that we kind of scratched that recording. Yeah. And then we restarted a year later. And you know, it was time well invested in terms of learning how this works and so that we can better provide uh, a good listening experience to our boo-boos out there. Yeah, very entertaining. And speaking of, speaking of listening experience, we are approaching a thousand downloads. Oh my gosh, I think that needs an air horn. I think it needs an air horn. Wow. You know, I, yeah, ahead, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like it's a great honor and privilege that almost a thousand downloads have been downloaded and then in in a short amount of time I think relatively speaking because our first episode went up in February of 2022 Mm -hmm. and so it's been seven months at this point yeah and so we just want to you know it's incredulous to me and thank you that a thousand not people but thousand downloads have been made by multiple people a thousand downloads but not just domestically globally. I was, I was just about to say that people from around the world have listened to us. Yes. Well, we're not at a thousand yet, but we're almost there. It's it's coming. We feel, we are speaking it into existence and we are confident that we are on well on our way to a thousand downloads. And because we want to celebrate and commemorate this milestone for us, we have a contest, an upcoming contest. So we want to encourage all of our listeners, please tune in to, um, or not tune in, but check our Instagram at Bougie Booze Podcast because all of the details of the contest will be up once we um, hit that thousand, which will be soon. Yeah, very soon. And uh, actually, I should be thanking those of you who are listening to this episode because this is the episode that's going to push us to that thousand. So thank (laughs) you already, (laughs) y'all. Thank you. And we hope that you enjoy the contest. And you share with your friends and keep listening because we are, again, we record for you, for your entertainment, and we hope that you are enjoying. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, like Cam said, our Bougie Booze podcast Instagram will have details coming up as well as I'm sure next episode will give you more details of what's going on. Yes. So with that, I believe that is all we have for today, my 20-year boo. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time, boo-boo, be bougie. And remember, you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie. Bye. Bye.